Hey, Anchor family, welcome to our podcast. We wanted to thank you for listening today. We pray this message encourages you, that it inspires you, pray it builds your faith and brings you hope. Enjoy the message. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would speak to us now as we gather around your word to celebrate Jesus. We give you honor, we give you praise. We exalt you in this place and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, you could be seated. Put your hands together as you're being seated. Now today I'm doing something a little extra special. I'm going to keep the keyboard player with me throughout the whole time as a way to remind me to get off the stage because I know we got a lot to do and I'm just so grateful. Come on, someone's clapping because they want me to get off the stage. Security, security pull them out. You know, at any given time, every day, about half of the population, from I think 30 to 40 percent of the population, there are pregnant women around. About every single day, 30 to 40 percent of the population, from what I read, they're pregnant. A lot of pregnancies. A lot of moody women walking around, hungry, thirsty. Don't lie. Don't lie. Didn't get any sleep. Every single day, there are millions and millions of babies born. Did you know that? Every single day. And yet today, we are reading in a scripture very quickly, 10, 15 minutes, about one birth. One baby that was born and how his birth is the most important birth of all time. Hey, kids, I'm going to ask you guys to do something for me. Every time we're going to participate, you hear me read about an angel. I want all the kids to do this. Ready? Hallelujah. All right, we're going to do that. I'm going to say angel, and then I want all the kids to say hallelujah. Ready? Angel. I'm going to get a little bit louder than that. Angel. Ah, that's right. We're going to have some class participation. Back when I was born, my dad, I'm told, was running down the hallways telling everybody how excited he was about me being born. And the Bible said, not Bible, my dad, I could say is the Bible. He thinks he's like the Bible, has all the truth. The story goes that he was running down the hallway screaming, I have a son. My son is born, and, and I'm going to go fishing with him. Me and him, we're going to go and fish. And he was telling everybody, calling people. I don't know if he was handing out cigars, candy cigars, whatever it might be. But he was telling everybody, me and my son, we're going to go fishing one day. What he did not know is that that son, me, hates fishing. What he did not know is that I hate being outside and sweating. What he did not know is that I am very impatient and I can't sit there and wait for a fish to bite. So that day, although my dad was very excited about my birth, he was prophesying on some things that would not happen. Sorry, Dad. I don't like to fish. I remember thinking about that when my kids were born. I have five of them, and I remember thinking every single time when I would look at their 
their sonograms. I wonder who this child will be. I wonder what they will accomplish. I, I wonder if they'll be taller than me. I wonder if my son will play basketball. No, he doesn't. He loves Star Wars and lightsabers and Legos. That's fine. But I remember those moments when I thought, I wonder what my child would be. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament that there were prophecies made about Jesus, about the birth of this baby Jesus and what he would do. And unlike my father, every single prophecy came true. This baby was to be born so that he could bring us peace. This baby was to be born so that he could, the Bible says, wipe away every single one of your tears. This baby was to be born so that those of you who have lost hope can find it. This baby was to be born so that you and I could find a way to God the Father through him and his sacrifice on the cross and his victory in his resurrection. That was all prophesied and it all came true and yet it started right here in Luke chapter 2. So listen, this message is for all of us because deep down inside I know you don't have all the peace that you want. Because deep down inside, I know that you don't have the joy that you want. Because deep down inside, we are all in need of what Jesus brings. And here's what I can tell you before we start. He will never fail you. He always comes through on his promises. And he's available for you and for me because he was born. Because he came down for us. The Bible tells us. In Luke chapter 2, y'all kids, y'all ready? All right. In the same region, there were some shepherds. I don't want to miss this. I still want to give you some Bible. It is important for us to understand who is present at the birth of Jesus. The Bible says there were shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. Just so you know, most shepherds were children. Most shepherds were children, and most shepherds were actually considered to be outcasts. Do y'all remember the story of David? When, when the prophet Samuel came to find David, where was David? He was not in his home. Where was he? In the fields with the sheep, because most outcasts were sent to the sheep. Now, it's, it's not enough just to know that they were probably outcasts in their own family. What good news are we going to see here when we come and encounter a God who is willing to show himself to people who are outcasted by their very own family? These shepherds, because of the work that they did ceremonially, they were considered unclean, meaning they were not allowed to go to church. They were unclean. And the Bible says that these people, these outcasts, these people who weren't even allowed to go to church because of the work that they did, it made them unworthy. The Bible says these shepherds were staying out in the middle of the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel, oh, come on, we didn't do it. You got to pay attention. Okay, I'm going to give you a second chance. Here we go. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel. 
of the Lord suddenly stood before them. So here are these shepherds. They're doing their jobs. Their families don't think of them. Their families don't send them happy birthday text messages. They don't get gifts every year. They're outcasts. They're alone. And the Bible says an angel, an angel showed himself. You can keep going. It's fine. An angel showed himself before them. And the Bible says that this happened in verse 9, suddenly, out of nowhere. I don't want you to miss this word, suddenly. Do you see it? Suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly afraid. I want you to understand what is happening at the birth of Jesus. These shepherds are visited by an angel. And the Bible says that the glory of the Lord shone around them. The glory of the Lord shone around them. What does that mean? The glory of the Lord is the weight and worth and the fullness of God. Think about that. The weight and the worth and the fullness of God comes and surrounds these outcast shepherds. And the Bible says that because of that, they were very afraid. Have you ever been in a place where you knew you did not belong? Did you ever get a call from somebody and they thought you were someone else and you realized you got the wrong number? These shepherds are standing there in the most holy place on earth. At this point, before this moment, the most holy place was in the temple. And it was even deeper into the temple. It was called the Holy of Holy, where the presence of God would be. And only priests, good priests who were selected by hand and who were trained and who know the Bible and who were good and righteous were allowed to get into the Holy of Holies. And they would only do that once in their life. And now we are seeing that there is a new place. A new holy place. And the Bible says it met shepherds where they're at. Here's the good news. God wants to meet you where you're at. Where you're at. Even if you feel a little bit outcasted. Even if you feel like you haven't lived up to what you thought you would live up to. Even if things aren't going good right now. The Bible says that we are introduced to Jesus by the story of these unworthy men who meet an angel. They meet an angel, I said. The Bible says that the glory of the Lord shone around them. God, I want to be there. I want to experience the fullness and the weight of God. And here is the good news in two verses. It's available. It's available for you. Did they do anything to deserve this? No, they were never allowed to go to church. They don't have a good track record. And yet it came to them. The good news is, is that we get access to the fullness, the weight of God's presence even though we don't deserve it, and he meets us right where we're at. And the Bible says they were scared, and they were scared because they said, oh, man, I don't belong here. 
I don't know if you've ever felt that time in your life, at a time where you felt like, I don't belong in this place, in this presence of God. I don't know that I belong in church. I don't know that I deserve his goodness. They were terribly afraid because they knew we don't belong. And I love that our God breaks the stereotypes. And he says, no, you think you don't belong, but because of my son, you do. frightened but the angel said to them there you go but the angel said to them and I think he would say this to you and me as we end this year and as we've probably dealt with a lot of struggle a lot of disappointment I don't know if you've dealt with disappointment I have I don't know if you've dealt with struggle I have I don't know if you've dealt with a great sense of fear because you feel unworthy. I have. I think the angel is declaring today something that I think the angel would declare to every single one of us. Why don't we all read these four words together? Do not be Afraid. Listen, that is good news for those of you in here who don't feel like you should be able to approach a holy God. Do not be afraid, for behold, I, an angel, bring you, a shepherd, good news of great joy. So what started with fear is moving into joy. What started with fear is now opening up doors for these people to experience joy. And the, the, the word that you should hear today is that no matter where you're at today, there is something good that can come, and it can come because of Jesus. It can come because of him. I bring to you good news. I, I almost feel like they're saying, it can't be me. No, I am coming to you. I'm bringing you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people for today in the city of David, there has been born for who? You. You. And I know this is probably a, something that you question all the time. Did he really do this for me? Is this really something that I can have? And the enemy will lie to you and tell you, you don't deserve it. The enemy will remind you of all of the areas in your life where you failed and you say, this can't be for you because of all of the failures. But here is the good news. I bring you this good news. There has been a, a Savior born for you who is Christ the Lord. And he says, this will be a sign for you. So they don't believe it so much so that he says, I'm going to give you a sign. I love that when it comes to God and our disbelief, he doesn't leave us there in our disbelief. He says, I know you don't believe this, but I'm going to give you a sign. And I'm hoping that maybe after today you can see that God's been trying to give you some signs. He's been trying to signal to you that you can have hope again. He's been trying to signal to you that you can find joy again. 
you, he's been trying to signal to you that you can find hope again. I have this sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. I just want to give you 30 seconds of theology. The reason this was a sign for them is because they knew what this meant. These, these children, they were shepherds, but they were in Bethlehem, and the sheep that came from Bethlehem were used for temple sacrifice. So they knew that this area was primarily used so that the, the sheep would be used as a way to take away the sins of Israel. And the sheep, when they were born, they were lambs. What they would do with these lambs is that they would hide them away in caves and wrap them in cloths so that they would not hurt themselves because you could not sacrifice a lamb that was blemished. You could only sacrifice a lamb that was spotless. And they knew this because that was their job. He's saying, when you go into this manger, you're going to find a baby, and he's going to be wrapped just like those lambs. Because he is the lamb, the spotless lamb, that has come to wipe away the sins of the world. That's why it was a sign for them, because they knew what it meant. The cloths weren't just regular cloths. They were actually the priestly robes, old priestly robes, that the priests would give to the shepherds so that they could wrap those lambs up, because they deserved a priestly garment, because they were going to be sacrificed for the people. Isn't it beautiful to know that Jesus was wrapped in the garment of a priest because that's what he was. He is our great, the Bible says, high priest. He was wrapped in these cloths, also symbolizing that he would one day be sent to a cross as a sacrifice for our sins. That's what the sign meant for them. And that's a sign for you and for me that this Bible is trying to tell us something about this baby. He's more than just another baby. Millions are born every day, but none like him. Colossians tells us the fullness of God dwells in him. That for him and by him all things are created. That through him all things are held together. The Bible says... This will be a sign for you that you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, did you see that word again? Suddenly, didn't I say it was in verse 9? Go to verse 9. It says, and an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Now let's go to verse 14. And suddenly there appeared with the angel... A multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. I don't want you to miss this. It says suddenly twice. And I believe that it's there twice because it wants us to know the significance of a word like suddenly. See, suddenly to me is a word that gives me great hope. Suddenly, it's a hope-giving word to me because it reminds me that God can change everything and anything when we least expect it. What it's teaching us here is that it doesn't matter how dark the night might be, how difficult the season, 
suddenly. We serve a God who operates in the sudden. So don't ever give up because your suddenly might just be around the corner. And it doesn't matter how difficult it might seem right now, we serve a suddenly kind of God. Suddenly, there appeared with the angel a multitude of angels praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Do you know that this is only the second time in the Bible where a man gets to see angels worship? I said angels. No one said it. The last time in the Bible where a man got to see angels worship, there you go, was in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 3. Isaiah is a great prophet, one of the greatest prophets in the history of Israel. And he gets to witness this wonderful thing. And I think they would all think, well, of course he is, because he's Isaiah. You ever have that friend, everything goes good for them, and you're just like, of course. Oh, you got, oh, you won the lottery. Great for you. Oh, you got the promotion. Oh, good for you. Oh, you're dating somebody. Oh, good for you. Your kids aren't crazy. Oh, good for you. Of course Isaiah would see angels singing. I think it is such a beautiful testimony of how good and gracious and merciful our God is that he waited to let shepherds be the next to witness the angels worshiping God, saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Hey, where do you live? Houston, Northside, Cyprus. Ultimately, we all live on earth. I want you to notice this and we'll end here. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Peace is available. Peace is available for you and me this holiday season and I pray that today you would grab a hold of it. Grab a hold of it, and his name is Jesus. And today we worship him. Today we give God thanks. Because like those shepherds, he made himself known to us. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He came to us, even though we don't deserve it. And he gives us access to the most wonderful thing, his son, Jesus. And I just want to give you a promise. As the rain falls... And reminds us of the mercy of God that can come pouring down into our lives. If we would just trust in his name. If we would just believe in Jesus. Today we get that opportunity to worship him. And if you want, would you please stand and let's come together. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and listening to this message. We trust that God will use this to speak to you and meet you where you are. 
Thank you so much for supporting this church through listening to us on Spotify. You can continue to stay connected with us to be in the know about what's happening here at The Anchor by following us on Facebook and Instagram at YourAnchorHTX. If you'd like to begin partnering with us financially, we invite you to visit our site at YourAnchor.org give. It's because of you and your generosity that we can reach the lost and deliver the hope of Jesus to people around the world. So we thank you. Anchor family, we love you. We are praying for you and we will see you next week.